The following talk was given at Mile High Church in Lakewood, Colorado. Please visit our website at milehighchurch.org. We're so grateful to share a message today. You know, while listening to Dr. Roger share about the Mile High story, I hope that each of us gets that subliminal message that the Mile High story is your story too. Uh, that it's what happens when we live uh, in a teaching that grounds us, when we surround ourselves and commit ourselves to relationships that are quality and uplift us, uh, and when we let the old dogma go mm. to step in to live a, a mile-high life in a higher consciousness. It's amazing what unfolds. And uh, Michelle, I want to honor you as well. I've still been with the church about 10 minutes, I think, <laughs> uh, but you've been a, a part of Mile High for over 30 years, and it's such an incredible story to have someone who started off as a job as a receptionist right. at the the church climb up the inward and exterior ladder to be um, our spiritual leader. Uh, we're so blessed to have you. I'm so blessed to share uh, this position with you. And just thought I'd begin this morning by you know, asking about what about Mile High won your heart and what you think has made us a successful spiritual community these last 60 years. Well, I really resonated with everything that Dr. Roger and Dr. Patty and Dr. Barry said. I almost felt like, well, geez, what's left for me to say now? They did it so well. But for me, uh, a lot of what they mentioned really resonated for me because I was 15 when I got here and I was a teenager and I was a little bit skeptical I'd been in the Catholic Church and I was just naturally skeptical as a teenager a little bit rebellious and I wasn't sure what I was getting into when I walked into that Wednesday night service the first time and I was a little nervous about it and so what won my heart and what has continued to prove to be successful over and over again for me honestly the first thing was the music the music, because I expected some holy, sacred, boring music. Now, I love pretty much all music. I'm, I'm very easy to please when it comes to music. Any song just kind of opens my heart. But the music, when I walked in and uh, Jack Castle was singing, uh, the, castle, the castles were on stage at that Wednesday night service, Jack and Jill and Chris, and I think Susan was there and Kent was there. And I knew Kent outside of Mile High Church, so I was like, look, there's that Kent guy. And so um, that struck, caught my attention, but then the music just opened my heart. And I thought, wow, this place is really amazing. And then the message resonated with my soul so clearly that I felt this feeling like I know a lot of people have said I felt like I was home. It felt like spiritual home to me for the first time in my life. And from then on, uh, I didn't want to leave this place. And so that's what I think really opened me up. And I sense for a lot of people who come into this place and feel all that they were talking about and feel that, that absolute feeling like, this is my home, this is for me, this is where I belong. Like we find each other and we end up here together and then we continue to lead each other home every Sunday we come together. So that's what opened me up. How about for you in the 10 minutes that you've been here? <laughs> well, things I've noted and, and, you know, watching from afar. And it was, it's been one of the great honors of my life to get to call, to get to be called in. You know, you, you wonder about these ministers and they seem really nice on the surface, but are they, you know, what's really going on behind the, the, the scenes? And you learn really quickly uh, what this church is about. And this church is about providing an experience of God. Mm -hmm. 
That, that's what we do. That's what we're doing right now together as spiritual community. We provide uh, not just a change experience, but a transformational experience. And then what we provide is the consciousness that not only our individual lives need, but that humanity needs to face whatever challenges may come upon us. And you know, no greater lessons than what's going on in our world right now. All the good that we don't see and don't hear about that we, that we uplift, and indeed the, the conflict and the sorrows as well. But we provide a consciousness and a kind of spiritual courage that helps us face our individual lives and, and humanity. And to Barry's point, the, the simple thing that won my heart is, is spiritual depth, I especially saw it in you ministers, balanced with a down-to-earthness and a sense of, of humor. That's a goal for my life, is I never want my head so high up in the clouds that I, that I don't have my feet on the ground. And th- there's something pragmatic about what we do here. And you know, when it comes to this question of, of success, how has Mile High Church been successful over 60 years? Of course, we think about Dr. Fred Vogt. Of course, we think about Dr. Roger Teal. But how do you really measure success? Is it numbers in the, in the seats? Is it uh, the amount of money in our, our bank account? You know, I think the way that we measure success and the way we will continue to measure our, sex, our uh, success <laughs> is through um, really being able to measure and listen to the, the quality of life of yes. our congregants. You know, I think the, the real deep question is, is your life better because you were a part of Mile High Church? Not that Mile High Church made your life better, but because it provided a space and teaching and tools for you to make your life better. Mm-hmm. And to me, this isn't just a measure of success for our church. It's the measure of success for, for all of our, our individual lives to be able to uh, pause and say, what is the impact that I've had on other people. And in my own success, there are lots of accolades I'd love to have, and I'd love to drive a nice car, and I'd love to have a healthy family, all these things. But I know deep down in my heart, um, how many lives did I touch? Mm -hmm. And did I improve the quality of someone else's life? And, and, you know, you get it, you know, it's not the the church building that does that. If this this experience with COVID has taught us anything, uh, yes, being together is so important. It breaks my heart every time I don't get to see everyone, but we're a consciousness. And, and we're, we're blessed that way. And, you know, making a, a quality difference in other people's lives, it isn't about sacrificing our own good. Mm-hmm. It's about uplifting the good of everyone around us. One of my favorite guiding quotes from Ernest Holmes comes from this thing called you. And he says, you rob no one when you discover your own good. You limit no person when you express a greater degree of livingness. You harm no one by being happy. You steal from no one by being prosperous. You hinder no person's evolution when you consciously enter into the kingdom of your good and possess it today. And, you know, what a powerful teaching. Not, not by doing what's selfish for you, but by really giving yourself to your highest and best good all around you and within you. It not only blesses you, but it blesses everyone around you. And I think that's something so powerful about the mile high magic that Dr. Roger was speaking to, too, is we accept the highest and best for ourselves and for all who relate with us. And one more quote of success, since I just have this out here from uh, one of my favorite teachers, John Wooden, um, perhaps the most successful um, athletic coach of all time, worked years and years on a definition of success that's not about results, but about effort, about meaning. And he shares, success is peace of mind that is the direct result of self-satisfaction and knowing you did your best to become the best you are capable of being. You know, that, that's the goal for Mile High Church. Are we doing our best to be 
the best of what we're capable of being. And that's what I would ask each of you for your individual lives. Not what are you accomplishing, but are you committed to your own excellence? Are you committed to bringing a grander consciousness through you and to the world, not only to bless your own life, but realizing it's a blessing to everyone else uh, as well? And, uh, you know, Michelle, we've, we've had 60 years of this incredible spiritual community and be, interesting, be interested to hear from you as well. You know, what do you see us accomplishing uh, and, and being our best about in these next 60 years? I think more of the same, of everything that we've been speaking of, certainly continuing this legacy that has has shown itself to us and through us as all of our previous ministers, as Dr. Roger and this beautiful sanctuary, um, but continuing to to live it out in a meaningful way, to live it out. Uh, I was... uh, pondering this this past week and talking with you a little bit about it uh, because, you know, we didn't just come here and go, let's just do talk. We did talk a little bit. And so what, <laughs> what came up for me was a memory a couple of years ago that is kind of silly, but it really had an impact for me. And that was that I got into playing that Pokemon Go game. And it's that game where you t- turn your phone on and everywhere you go, you can capture these little Pokemon. And I, d- I discovered that uh, they have these, these key places in the whole world that they call gyms. And uh, when you collect enough Pokemon Go's, you can go into this gym and do fun stuff. And I discovered that Mile High Church is a gym on Pokemon Go. And Greg, uh, Greg Moss also said he saw kids wandering around on our grounds and wondering what they were doing, and they were all playing Pokemon Go. And so I thought, that's really fascinating. And then in a welcome, after you came here, you, you mentioned one day how, how this is like a spiritual gym. And that this is a place that people can come and they can, they can kind of build their spiritual muscles. And that really resonated with me. And so for me, what I see is that the next, the next part of our legacy continues to be the carrying forth of what has already been so brilliantly started and a call to each one of us. And I think that the events that are occurring in our world, all that we've mentioned here today, continue to be challenges that invite us to stand strong in meeting those challenges by doing exactly what you're talking about, which is becoming the very best that we can be and utilizing spiritual community like Mile High Church to support us in that effort. I hear a lot of people theorizing and postulating that church is falling away and that people are falling away from the church. And while I resonate with that remark, I can see how that's happening. I resonate with what Dr. Rogers said earlier. I think what it is is that people are falling away from churches who are unwilling to be inclusive, to be welcoming of all people. They are, they are falling away from churches who won't face the reality of the challenges that are before us that are big and broad and powerful. And they're falling away from churches that are toxic and don't accept other people as well as themselves. And so our community, our teaching, we're completely different than that. And the legacy that we bring and the thing that, that causes me to believe that our community is going to continue to stand strong through this is that when people come here, they feel the, the whoosh of the energy that calls them back to themselves, back to that wholeness that they are, that inspires them to want to live from the, the truth of this teaching, that inspires them to want to live as they see our beautiful ministers and our practitioners and our staff and our board and our leaders live, and they feel, we feel as we come together, that call back to our wholeness. 
But then there's, a, there's two other steps that we have to take besides just coming and feeling great and feeling uplifted by the music and the message and everything that's here. We have to then confront the parts of ourselves that are not in total alignment yet with that truth of us. We have to be willing to do the work. And so the thing that is so beautiful, the, the secret recipe about a community like this is that we lift up and we we dive deep. We lift up and we dive deep. And so we become willing at some point to do the holy sacred work that says, what's, what's inside of me in terms of my perceptions, my fears, my concerns, the challenges I see going on in the world that I need to be absolutely accountable for and responsible for so that I can continue to develop and evolve that wholeness that seeks expression through me into this world. And I think that's how we become this phrase that Dr. Roger has been saying for a long time that we've felt very captured by, that we are the enlightened citizenry then of the world. That we go from Mile High Church, whether it's at a service or a, a class or a group or a meeting or we just pop in to go to the bookstore or we come for prayer and we leave here and we go back into the world that we live in with our friends and our family, our workplaces. We go into the issues and concerns that we want to make a difference in. We go forth into our world in every way enlightened and made whole and we bring our wholeness and not our brokenness to those situations. The world has a lot of us who are continuing to bring our fears and our brokenness to solutions and it won't ever evolve or shift if we keep doing that. We've got to keep reclaiming that wholeness and as we reclaim it, be it and give it back to the world. And I think that's our legacy. I think that has always been the legacy of this teaching. It has always been the legacy of Mile High Church. And I am a stand that it continues to be a legacy for all of us, that we can do this together, that we can be a change that can make a huge difference. I was reading Joel Goldsmith recently and he's a wonderful metaphysical author and he was talking about how in our world it has always been a high consciousness minority of citizens who have shifted the story of the majority. And he was giving countless examples of that and it gave me hope because I think that's who we can be and that is our legacy. Although I think our message and who we are and what's, what's going on in the world of consciousness is beginning to eke out into every sector of society and we can be a stand for that together. That's my vision of it. Yeah, I mm -hmm. love it, it's beautifully said and I, I have to pause and honor the sacred whoosh. Sacred whoosh. Can you feel that? The sacred yes. whoosh is uh, <laughs> well, well said. And I, I, I love what you say about, about taking a stand. I love what Dr. Roger said about being an, an enlightened citizenry. Mm. And one of the most powerful things about our teaching is although our, our principles are set in stone, we're, we're always evolving. We're always, we're always growing. And when, when so much media out there in the world is pushing us to, to take a side, yeah. take a side in this area, take a side in this area, uh, damn these people, damn those people over there, uh, you know, be, have this sense of, um, I, I would say, uh, um, an insufficient pride in, in, in taking your side and, and dissing people who don't take it. At Mile High, we're, we're about taking a stand. Mm -hmm. Take a stand in your life. Take a stand for the truths that you believe in, for what you know in your heart. Live it to your greatest potential and authenticity in your world, but never be drawn in by the sides because the moment we choose a side, we give up that oneness. Mm -hmm.
It doesn't mean we don't know what's right from wrong. It doesn't mean we don't know what resonates or what doesn't resonate in our own heart about what we believe. But our ability to, with spiritual courage, take a stand uh, for ourselves and for our brothers and sisters all around us is, is a very powerful thing. And, you know, speaking to how metaphysics um, evolves, you know, as we're looking at uh, how we as mile hires, um, you know, no, ma- no matter how you are or what your belief system is can help make this world a better place. You know, I think old metaphysics says, turn away from the condition. Right. You know, when you see something wrong, turn away from it and know the truth. And there's a lot of wisdom in that, but, but it's not working anymore. Mm-hmm right? Uh, there's another point of view that says rise above it. When you see something that's, that's uh, conflict or friction going on in the world, uh, acknowledge it, but be, a, be above it. Stay above the fray. And in my life, sometimes that's not working anymore. You know, for me, I think the trick is, is to be in it. Be in it in the fullness of your beliefs, uh, with exactly what you have to say, whatever you had to add to the, the healing of the planet or the, the, the never-ending conversation that is, is life. But be in it, but be in it with a consciousness of, of wholeness, mm-hmm. knowing that the power of wholeness is to love everyone, not with the softest love, but with sometimes tough and strong love, the ability to stand even in friction and say, I have a consciousness that can love everyone here. To be able to feel our own hearts break at uh, an incident or a symbol that we may see in society. Uh, To be in the pain and yet to still know and be an opening for healing, reconciliation, and wholeness. It's such a powerful thing that this teaching has given me the gift to be able to do. And, you know, one last thing about our next 60 years is, you know, I think churches need to evolve to embrace not just the individual, but, but the family. And I love what Mile High Church has done here to realize that there's one sanctuary in here, but there's another important sanctuary that is the consciousness that is our children. And if I could you know, leave here in 20, 30, or 60 years, I want to be able to say that we had a meaningful impact on, on a million children's lives. Mm. That young people can come into this church and not just feel that they were at Sunday school, for an hour, but that he can be given tools that they could use throughout their lives to know the truth of who they are, to practice reasonable discernment when it comes to all the aspects that are pulling us away in life, and to know to live from that love that is within them, self-love, love for others, love for country, love for spirit, and make a huge difference in this world. And if we can accomplish that together, as well as have a lot of fun, yes, then uh, we're doing our jobs. I'm glad you mentioned the fun. Let's do that. <laughs> it's a lot of fun getting to work with, with, with you and all of our incredible staff and congregants here, all of our leaders. I think the years ahead of us are going to be fun and powerful, and we have great work to do together. Yes, we do, mm-hmm. all of us. Yes. Shall we pray? Let's pray. Okay. And so we settle into the joyous moment that we stand in together, feeling all of the wisdom and the music feeling the light that shines here with us now as us, through us, in us, recognizing that this is the way that God, the infinite indwelling presence works. It shines through all creation. It is the very essence, fiber, and fabric of this universe. It is all there is. And we allow our awareness to sink into this this energy of being that is in motion through all, in all, as all. We breathe it, we are it, 
right where we are, we are living it. And as we stand together in this holy, sacred moment of spiritual community, whether you're here with us live when it's happening or a few days down the road or even a few years down the road, what we know is that in the presence of the divine, there is no time and space and that we are connected. And so we feel the, the connectedness that that brings our hearts together, our souls, our essence, because this God that is everywhere includes each one of us. It is non-local, meaning that it is in every place all at the same time. And so, though we may not be physically together right here in this time and in this place, what I am aware of is that we are together in the divine life that God is right now. We breathe it, we affirm it, we accept it, we feel it. I invite us just to breathe it in. And in this moment of Godhood that we can claim for ourselves and for our community, we give thanks for this beautiful Mile High Church, for every minister who has ever served, for every practitioner who's ever served, for every board member and staff, key volunteers, for the congregants and members, those who have been attending, those who have attended and then moved into other uh, states or different places or moved into the next life. We give thanks for all of those beings. We give thanks for the children who have come through this place and grown and gone out into the world. And we give thanks for the children and the families who are with us right now. We give thanks for our elders. We give thanks for our young adults and our teens and our middle schoolers. We are blessed. We are blessed with the, the variety of the garden that God is as this beautiful community. And at every place and in every point, aliveness, creativity, joy, peace, and light are the truth of us. We give thanks for those who are brand new today, maybe tuning in for the very first time and discovering this beautiful place. And we welcome you and we give thanks for all beings everywhere. And we go forth now in the oneness of this blessing, blessing this place. Firstly, giving thanks and knowing that the legacy of Mile High Church continues strong, that it makes a difference and that each one of us as a part of it make a difference in our world. We are the legacy of this beautiful community. We give thanks for all beings everywhere and declare peace on our planet and rising energies of love and light and wholeness. And I'm so grateful that this is the truth of us right now. And as I release this prayer, I have such faith in this word and in this law that makes it so that I can easily and effortlessly just let go and let it be. And so it is. Thank you for listening to the Mile High Church podcast. This podcast is made possible by the generous contributions from listeners like you. If you'd like to make a donation, please visit us at milehighchurch.org. Have a fabulous day.